Hi, Facebook, and we are just making sure that we are all connected. As we know, the bandwidth has been a little prickly. I think that's the word I'm going to use today, a little prickly. I think that's what's going on, but we are all set. We let's hope that everything works out fine today. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live from a beautiful sunny Florida after a few days of some rocky weather with you. Sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, um, here in the Northeast, specifically North Haven, but yes, in the Northeast. Very rainy, like torrential rains. So we're getting the remnants of Elsa, and I timed my walk. Um, it was raining a little bit, and I don't care about walking in the rain, <laughs> but about 35 minutes into it, and of course I was well suited. I had my rain coat on and well protected. And of course, like it was coming down in buckets and I had about another 13 minutes to go. Now, obviously it was, if it was thundering and lightning like last night, of course I would not be out, but you know, it, of course it made me think of, you know, what's the big deal? So it's raining. What, what's the worst possible scenario? So I get a little wet, like big deal. So right, but <laughs> here's the thing, you know, typically when you when you look outside or and I was kind of watching the the time frame of when it would be raining the least and the heaviest. You know, I know I'm very honest with myself. If I don't get things done, like my workouts in the morning, it is not getting done. I will say that I'll do it, but who am I kidding? I know I'm not going to do it. So little rain, big deal. It was great. And it gave me a lot of perspective. And I almost feel like, you know, how when you're um, like a christening or a baptism. So it was perspective by backfire, right? Perspective, not backfire, perspective by baptism perspective by a difference of opinion, you know, how I would have, you know, think of the weather, obviously we think of the weather, you know, sometimes that <laughs> directs what we're going to do and what we are not going to do. So I could have not gone out and taken that walk but in, in my perspective, it was like, again, what is the big deal? Like what would stop me other than thundering and lightning, of course. And I had a backup to that in case that happened. Obviously I would, you know, close enough to home, I can shoot right on back and, you know, who knows? So <laughs> that was my morning philosophy right here, perspective. Oh, and that's kind of cool too, because when you think about it, who doesn't like to be caught in the rain in the summer? It's kind of a, you know, it brings out that little, that inner child in you to, you know, stomp in the puddles and, you know, yeah, your sneakers might get a little wet, but that will dry out. And your perseverance in dealing with inclement weather and still getting your workout in is to be commendable. As always, uh, you are very dedicated uh, and uh, we are all wishing you success with this 45 hard that you are you're doing uh, 75 hard 75 hard yes that's right 75 hard 
And I'm glad that I'm not participating in it because of course my tummy still has those issues not cooperating and that is uh you know a derailment and a few things but you know we deal we deal with things as they come and i think that's really the the point of being kinder and gentle to ourselves when we do have these derailments with our health and wellness or whether it's our fitness level whether it's getting that workout in uh, there are other avenues to have success for the day and you just kind of pick up the next day if you have to so uh, those are all all good things. But, you know, we always talk about Fantabulous Friday in such a way that is the climax, really, of our week. We go from Monday Mindset to uh, Triumph Tuesday, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, What's Trending on Thursday, and now Fantabulous Friday. And they all are the stepping blocks to having a very well, uh, mindful, and feel good type of a weekend. Um, because although people always like to say TGIF, uh, sometimes they're not preparing for that TGIF in the right mindset. And I'm actually gonna think of a new term for TGIF because we, you know, we should thank God it's any day, not just Friday, right? But you know, obviously that came about with the nine to five. And we know what we've been going through over the last 15 months uh, is not been a nine to five kind of feel. People are working, you know, in between helping their children, school at home. Now we're in the summertime months. And sadly, there's a lot of parents uh, across the United States that are still dealing with the school systems. You know, the, the summertime is, is usually a respite time. It's a time to reconnect with your child in a playful manner. You know, going on those summer vacations, you know, that whole feel of, you know, what we know sunshine can do for you you know, give you that extra energy, uh, playtime, you know, doing things out in the garden, whatever. And sadly, there are so many families across the United States that are dealing with this unimaginable uh, stuff. I don't know what else to call it. Crap, shit, that's what it all is. Uh, and interesting enough, I had an awesome, awesome productive meeting uh, for those in the Charlton Dudley district and a very important meeting is coming up on July 12th. And this is when uh, questions can be asked to the school board, uh, the school committee, as to what the shista is going on with curriculum, with ideologies, with what they're indoctrinating into the school, even in the slightest manner. I think the big argument right now, we've been chatting about this now for, for well over a week, what I'm finding listening to different, uh, you know, other parent groups that are, you know, really uh, just being lions and lionesses out there protecting their child, protecting what they are taught. A subject came up and I want to say, I, I believe it was on Tucker, I think also Dan Bongino had spoken about it. And obviously those are conservative viewpoints. We know that. But I think um, a parental viewpoint a parental viewpoint really kind of abolishes to a certain degree conservative versus liberal in the sense that when you're dealing with are you going to harm my child are you going to do something that would take my child in a different journey that I set out for my child uh, that brings out the lion and lioness and all parents grandparents children advocates taxpayers they want to know what in fact is going on and they want answers 
And sadly, you know, you have the bureaucracy of a lot of corporations or whatever, you really can't get to the bottom of things, right? Well, I think a lot of parents are finding um, that they are using tactics that are, are really about fluffing things up and making things sound not bad or really actually one of the, the terms now that's being used, and it's actually being used by the uh, president of the, the biggest, largest uh, union, teachers un union, they're now believing it, call, calling, instead of calling it CRT, they're calling it common history. And they keep, and I find it very telling that they have to keep coming up with either using old genres, old, old, old name tags, because you have uh, uh, comprehensive education, comprehensive uh, learning, uh, curriculum, responsive learning, theory. They've got all these different combinations. And all the combinations all began with CRT. So the CRT that we are referring to, which is really what all this is about, is critical race theory. But they're using those initials to uh, use old uh, teaching uh, habits or old teaching mannerisms in a different light and now the head of the union which really has no business being involved with any local and actually they can't be involved with any local institution local school committee because they decide the curriculum with of course having parents knowledgeable about it and that's part of the issue parents are not knowledgeable either from doing their own due diligence and or getting the right answers and transparency. Transparency is always something that needs to uh, be in the forefront of any kind of communication, especially when you're dealing with an elected board official that reports to who they're hired by, which is the taxpayer, right? So they're, they're skirting around. And I found it very telling this week the tone this president from the NEA, uh, biggest, largest teachers union, really came off very threatening, I thought, very argumentative, very angry, and basically said, we have your children and there's nothing that you can do about it. And I'm paraphrasing. That was not the exact phrase. I'm paraphrasing. But that's basically what she was saying. We have your children all. I believe the, the actual statement was, we have your children already. No, you don't, because the NEA is a membership, it's actually a paid membership to teachers. So there are so many parents now that say, why do I want a bigot? Because the way that they're coming out there is just bigotry. There's no other word you can label it. And why would we want teachers to be associated, pay a membership to a group that is, is all about bigotry? It's all about division. And now instead of using the CR team term, okay, let's come up with another term. So this is about the third or fourth term I've heard in the last two weeks. But the real guise of all of this, the real disguise of all of this, I would love our listeners and viewers to look up transsectionality. Transsectionality. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. I do believe I am. Transsectionality. That is really... Uh, the top of the pyramid and CRT 
CSE, which is Com Comprehensive Sex Education. And the other key piece, and this is why, you know, they're very deliberate when you think about that. They're not calling it sex education anymore. Now, comprehensive sex education is the umbrella of this very uh, eye-opening education that you know most people are, are very, very postured in their belief that it is not appropriate for children in any age group, but they're calling it health education to get around because if it's called sex education in a, in a school system, even though that under this CRT branch, there is comprehensive sex education. If they call it health education, it does not allow the parent to opt out. So you're going to, again, put a fluffy name on something that parents will, I would say, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a 79% chance that parents, once they understand what the curriculum is, and for those of you who don't know what it is, uh, there are, there are some things that I post that are public and I have publicly posted different specific excerpts of what this curriculum is from Worcester, Massachusetts. And a lot of people say, oh, that, that's not going to happen. Well, Worcester, Massachusetts, depending on where you live in Charlton or Dudley, is a 10-minute drive, 15-minute drive, 20-minute drive. And if parents, taxpayers, and advocates for children do not think that this is going to occur, because Worcester is not the only uh, school district that this is already, already infiltrated in. Charlton and Dudley, it's, it's on the cusp, and hopefully those that are getting together can appease to what parents want for the children, what they don't want. Now, a lot of people say, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, how can you, how can you handle this? Well, the school board and the school committee, they're elected officials. They're elected by the people. Now, I understand that a few of them actually ran uh, unsolicited. Un, you know, there was nobody running against them. Well, guess what? You all have terms. And what I think you're going to find uh, is parents now stepping up to the plate, and so they should, when these terms are up, that they're going to make sure that they have a place at the table of the education of their children. What do you think about that, Jan? Well, well, there's so much, <laughs> so much I could say. Silly putty has reared its ugly head. Parents are gathering, not only gathering collectively, but gathering information. And might I add the facts. You can change, you can change wording around. It's still the same thing. And maybe some of the parents should bring some silly putty with them to these meetings because maybe these elected officials need a lesson on how to ply something and how to mold it. Education is about the children and always insinuating and putting into it politics because that's exactly what it is. I, I am proud of these parents that are 
<laughs> taking the taking the high road and fighting for their children's educational futures. It is not the education system systems requirement to indoctrinate our children. And I don't know what else to say because this is quite quite disgusting. I just I have no 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 more adequate words on the subject. And their voices are being heard. There are, and, and you know, there, there, are co co there, there are parent coalitions being formed all over. And, you know, I've, I've talked to some, some other people where, you know, well, I've got a grandchild in school. I have, uh, you know, my children are out of school now. Uh, this should matter to everyone in any community that is fighting this. You're a taxpayer because guess what? Ultimately, you're paying for this nonsense. You are paying for this curriculum, this education, or this, I, I don't even want to call it education because to me, there's nothing educating value that has any educational value when you are trying to infiltrate a young child's mind in an ideology that is not fact that is theory and a lot of this stuff is theory based on an opinion of someone's life experiences you cannot do that that makes no sense everyone's experiences are their own and while yes, people can relate to them, you cannot say because I've experienced it, this is what it is. Well, it might be that for you, but you can't, you know, you can't, it's again, pushing an ideology on people. It would be like, you know, gosh, they've already taken religion out of school, right? Now, now they're, they're going after some, some various serious, what I think is brainwashing, which, which is indoctrinating, which is, uh, the ultimate goal is to put a wedge between that child and the parent, you know, and I think that's the sad part about it in, in, in lieu of other things. Uh, do I, I, you know, and when I think about when I'm, I'm listening to all these different groups and finding out that these different districts are spending, they're spending some mucho bucks on these so-called consultants to come in and train their teachers and I think of this was your goal over the last 15 months when parents may, may have, could have used funds towards how do I home teach my child? I'm not, I mean, even though I'm, I'm, I'm the first teacher my child uh, is presented with and, and seen, but like, I, you know, I don't know how to keep them on track during schooling. Um, what about all those that needed mental health uh, help? You know, where was the dollars for those? Where were the dollars for those parents that have special needs children or an IEE, an IEP plan, which is an individual education plan, because maybe they have um, certain mental issues. Maybe they have uh, physical limitations. Maybe there's special needs. They need assistance and rightfully so, which is uh, uh, brought to them by the district in assistance of that child so that child can also learn with assistance. Where was all the, the money being spent for those families? Where was the money being spent for um, the, you know, the, the children that were sadly thinking, uh, you know, we're not mentally right, we're going through a tough time. There were a lot of districts that lost a lot of children to suicide. So while I agree there are, there are so many things that we have to really look at as, as really as a 
community, as a state, as a country, um, where are the dollars being spent? They should be spent on mental health. They should be spent on IE plans and helping parents, assisting parents. There should be uh, avenues for children that are being bullied uh, in such a way that is just, you know, bullying is wrong no matter how you look at it. But it's one of those things too that, you know, and people don't like to hear this, but bullying is kind of one of those things that's been going around for years. Does it make it right? No. Do we have to address it and make sure that we have uh, avenues in place to help those that are? Absolutely. I was bullied as a kid. You were bullied as a kid. I survived. Now, granted, we're in a different time and you have to be socially aware of where we are for in a, a social environment with social media. Kids are on social media 24 seven. Some of them are because, you know, either they're not getting that good uh, guidance at home or they're being bullied and they feel lonely. We've got, we, you, you've got to make sure that you've got a place at the table for them in education and in help. But you don't indoctrinate and infiltrate someone's mind in the masses that this particular theory is trying to do. So they can, they, you know, at the end of the day, they can fluff it up, they can call it whatever they want. But people now are more in tune to what's going on, and that's a good thing. There has to be checks and balances. If you have a school committee that is not doing their due diligence in who they're hiring, who they are associating with, who they are hiring for consultants, parents need to be on board with that. They do have a say. And I think, uh, I think uh, school districts are getting a fair share wake-up call. And so they should, because there's got to be checks and balances and everything. The other thing is what I was talking about, Dan Bongino and um, Tucker Carlson, they had a good point. So let's think about this. Uh, police officers, anyone in law enforcement, most of them have to wear uh, a camera, right? There's also a camera in their car. Uh, geez, there's camera when you go traveling, right? You know, you're in the security line, there's cameras everywhere in the airport, right? There are cameras in any government building. There are cameras on school buses, right? So why can't there be school? Why can't there be cameras in the classroom? Now, <clears throat> when people initially hear that, they think about the privacy issue. Um, you go down that road of someone that's an IE, I, uh, has an uh, IEP program that needs that individual uh, educational program. There's still ways to work around that. Now, obviously, I think parents and you know school board would all agree that privacy, of course, is important. But if we have cameras in nurseries, if we have cameras in daycare, if we have cameras in on school buses, there is absolutely no reason why there can't be uh, cameras in the classroom with security measures. Obviously, you know each classroom being maybe have their own password. Um, they're only given out to those uh, parents. Uh, you may even do segments of, you know, periodically uh, viewing, you know, from, you know, now some could say, well, okay, well, a teacher then could adapt with that. So maybe that's not maybe the right way to go. But there are avenues where they can adjust for the security piece to it. Because if they figured it out on a school bus, if they figured it out, in daycares, if they figured it out in government buildings, in airports, I'm sure they can figure it out, security measures in a classroom.
through that. Yeah. You can't keep moving the goalposts goal because you know what's going to happen? The parents are still going to make the touchdown. Slink shot. So, yeah. on that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. We hope you have an amazing, fantabulous Friday. And I am with two. Sisters, and this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boston. I'm very live, looking beautiful, Vero Beach. We had some inclement weather. It's moved up north, so we hope everyone stays safe, stay uh, warm, make sure you check on your elderly, because God forbid the power goes out. You want to make sure that, you know, you're checking on that senior uh, neighbor that might need help or assistance. Uh, maybe it's just with a fan. Maybe it's just bringing them a nice ice cream. Uh, nice cold drink, but you want to make sure that you are checking in on them. But with that, we hope that you have an amazing, amazing weekend. Uh, add value, get some respite yourself, but also uh, pay it forward. Live by the golden rule and let the golden rule trickle down to everyone that you come in touch with. Leave people better than when they first saw you in the first place. With that, we will see you on Monday for Monday Mindset. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.